Hi, I'm Taylor. Hi, I'm Jenny. Are you into ghosts, aliens, or murder? It's okay if you do, because we love terrible things too. It's why we started our podcast, A Little Bit Grim. We talk about the paranormal, true crime, folklore, cults, conspiracies, some disasters, and every other heinous thing that could possibly happen to a person. It's a little bit spooky. It's a little bit funny. And it's a little bit grim. And you can find us wherever you like to stream your podcasts. And find us on your favorite social media platforms. We'll see you there. Goodbye! Much of Indiana played an integral role in providing runaway slaves safe passage to freedom through the trail known as the Underground Railroad, and the Markle House in Terre Haute is no exception. Many slaves successfully made it through to the north, but some were not so lucky. Countless lives were lost due to the horrific acts of slave owners, and it is highly possible many lives may have been lost even on the grounds of the scenic Markle Mill Dam. A soul lost to such senseless violence is bound to be restless, possibly even vengeful. But tragedies are not just left in the distant past. Modern-day deaths still stain the grounds of the six-acre park. Centuries of lives lost too soon for one reason or another. Through the sounds of the rushing waters, you can almost hear their cries of unrest. It's a thing. <laughs> and I just want to break out into like Les Mis or. Oh my god. Ooh. One day more will never not That's make me what... pee a little. Do you hear the people sing? <laughs> oh, I hear Lady Scream <laughs> screaming in this song. Of oh, angry cats. Oh. It is a music. Why do we sing every single time? I can't. I, 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 I don't wanted, know why I went that I wanted high. to start yelling. Yay! Oh my god. Or so they say the musical. Or so they say the musical. It's coming. It's coming, folks. (laughs) Hello. You are listening to Or So They Say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. And my voice is back, kind of. Just about. We're at like we're at like eighty percent, I think. It's enough. It is enough. <laughs> it's enough. But what I did do before this is drink a butterfly pea lemonade. Butterfly tea? pea tea lemonade that Maddie made. It's wonderful, by the way. I'm really bad at giving compliments. Please believe me. But now I feel like I drink McDonald's orange juice a little bit. And I'm trying very hard to uh, not It's a really make... nice purple, though. It is a very nice purple. If, if you haven't tried it yet, there's a local coffee shop here in town that makes this drink and i don't know we'll go check them out like it doesn't matter it's Terre Haute, indiana federal coffee federal coffee and fine foods or something like that yeah it's, at the it's crossroads. Quite, yeah quite literally at the crossroads of america 7th and wabash so or us 41 yeah right yes yep mm-hmm. yes well anyway <laughs> very good drink thank you maddie uh so my voice is back but a little um mcdonald's orange juicy if you will (laughs) you all know (laughs) okay so we i was how do i always like let's just jump right into it when i'm sitting here saying i'm very thirsty 
today well okay yeah so we're we're coming out of our listener episode yeah it's always i feel like we always stumble back into like the regular run of things after listener episodes because it's been it's It's been been like two weeks yeah so this week we are talking about markle mill dam or for people around this area I think some people, it's Mildam, Old, Old Mildam. I honestly didn't know that it was properly called Markle Mildam, but mm-hmm. I suppose that makes sense. You will find out why. Mm-hmm. So, as always, we went on a trek to find what we thought would be a simple drink. Easy pickings. <laughs> to pair <laughs> with this episode. Was it simple? No, no. It never is. Because, okay, we... <laughs> If you haven't listened to listener episode number six, go back and listen to us get real gross wine drunk. Oh, and, it was. And, I'm sorry we got so sloppy. It was a nightmare. And read your guys' stories. And then the week before that, we did the Slippery Noodle, which was also a wine. So we were trying so hard to find a beer because it would have been so easy to find, like, creek or river in wines. Or you know? dam or, like, what anything really yeah and a beer uh surprisingly difficult (laughs) even train Mm -hmm. which we did the uh, what we've done a couple that like alluded to train nickel plate and what is the underground oh underground Underground mountain (laughs) yeah i went to go say it and then i didn't underground mountain oh wow (laughs) (laughs) underground mountain i'm sorry stars i don't care get (laughs) okay all right well whatever we couldn't find any of the above so did we grasp at straws absolutely you betcha (laughs) you betcha so we did today we actually so i will start with the art on this can is very it was eye-catching abstract it is what's the word i'm looking for contemporary Mm -hmm. it took a hot minute to figure out what the name of this beer is i think from a marketing perspective not super great it was very hard to tell what the brewery is but we finally discovered it's called collective arts it's the collective arts art brewing company the name of this beer is still yet to be determined i looked up on their website because i said well maybe it's more clear on the website no no no, not really i mean you can go to collectiveartsbrewing.com but it says it's blueberry chocolate coffee and vanilla sour which sounds so interesting there's a lot going on and i'm really excited to try it so you're wondering what does any of this have to do with markle mill dam train anything listed oh right (laughs) uh this was the straws so so on the can here it does say (laughs) creative arts art brewing and then it has an x and it says still water uh yep yep so uh (laughs) water there is in fact water in a dam there it is yep (laughs) there's not even necessarily still Uh. yeah it's actually very much not still (laughs) it's going over a little waterfall so does it make sense no did it have the word water in it yes Yes, were we desperate and it sounds very interesting yes that's how we got here we went to our favorite liquor store with cat and they did try his name we were wrong i thought it was max yeah it's tattoo Tattoo. i don't know how we wouldn't remember that but yeah we went back there and they did suggest, uh, I guess there's a new drink called Mom Water. Which I was confused by that until we saw it. And I'm like, 
That That's makes why. sense. They're named after like your average white woman. That's so was there? So there's bad. like a Becky, uh, Julie, Karen, Karen. Which, and I guess <laughs> Karen. Sell, Karen had been selling out. They said, well, you missed Karen. We just got some in like two days ago and it's all gone. I said, wow, that's crazy. But in good Karen fashion, <laughs> of all of the mom water options they had, all of the Karens ended up getting recalled. Do so you want to know why? So what these drinks are is they're like seltzers, basically. So it, like yeah. when they're like, I'm going to drink my mom juice. Haha, the really lame joke where you're just going to drink wine. wine. This yeah. is the same concept. It's in a little kind of like a juice box looking thing. Mm-hmm. It's like mom water. This is my juice. That's your juice. You do your thing. The Karen's is a vodka seltzer. Uh-huh. <laughs> but all of the Karen's apparently got recalled because... They forgot the seltzer. Whoopsie-daisy. It was just a <laughs> box of vodka. <laughs> I mean, I bet Sam- they were feeling good. I was after. Gonna, sounds about right for a drink called Karen. <laughs> right. But Can I whatever. speak to your manager? Oh, my Something gosh. Something doesn't taste right. Uh, there isn't, uh, going back to Stillwater, though, there isn't really a description on the can for this one. No. So the website has, like, a teeny tiny bit. And it may be... It may be what's on the can. I don't think so. But the website says Stillwater Artisanal. Check. Blueberry, chocolate, coffee, and vanilla. Check. You're damn right we're unleashing this flavor bomb with one of the most creative forces in the beer industry. Goodness I don't know why. Gracious. I know they came in, yeah. real, <laughs> came in real heavy. Blueberry is sweet and tart and heightened to new levels with the bright acidity and roasty chocolate notes emphasized by Detour Coffee and Cocoa. That's it. So I feel like in the store you said this was like a Canadian-based company. It's not. I actually see on the can here. We're not too far away. This is brewed by Collective Arts in, oh, Wanakee, Wisconsin. Okay, then I don't know. Maybe it was a different beer we were looking at that said Canada. Maybe. But the artwork on the can, it actually even credits the artist, which is really cool. It is called Famous When Dead, Stoke-on-Trent, that's a place are you kidding me of course of course it's in the united kingdom Kingdom. (laughs) so the artwork is called famous when dead originating from stoke on trent which is of course the town name in the uk and the artist is at fw dead i don't know why i said w like george w W. fw dead so (laughs) check out their art Okay, so we get to... Oh, we have to taste it now. I got all into the can and everything, so we have to now crack we to this crack open. It. Okay. Ready? Oh, it's 5.5 ABB if anyone cares for so a pint. I mean, it's a sour. It's, it's pretty low as an ABV in general, but I feel like for a sour, it's on par. Mm-hmm. Okay, ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Oh! Premature. Premature. Sorry. <laughs> wow. I was going to tell you, it's a beautiful purpley red color it matches our tea the foam is purple i can smell the chocolate whole okay pour just like the teeniest bit on the lip Mm -hmm. watch me pour it all down my front oh my (gasps) oh it's a deep like it almost looks like grape juice yeah okay so chocolate i smell chocolate i smell the sour and sour chocolate sour What does it almost smell like? I hate to say it doesn't smell like any of the above. The mixture comes off like I'm getting like I said this fish. before, but <laughs> this what? Is, I'm getting like cooked fish, not like bad fish. It smells no, like No, I'm getting like a pastry. Oh, no. 
I don't know why. Kinda, I'm keeping it kind of far away from, not far away, just maybe six like, inches from my nose. It smells like tuna, man. Oh my god. Sorry. We are not it, It's the not bad, though. I like tuna, okay? The lesbians said. Wow, I didn't say it. I did not say it. I was going to, and I thought it wouldn't be okay, but we're there now. Hi, Mom. I know you listen to every episode. Oh, God. Just drink your drink, Megan. Okay. Golly. Oh, man, now, when, it now you've said it, you ruined it. It smells a little like a tuna salad sandwich, but I bet it's going to taste like chocolate and blueberry and vanilla and coffee, and Megan's eyes just widened now that she took a drink. The dead space will be gone, and I will take a drink while she speaks. Oh, my God. Nothing like it smells. Okay, you said the tuna thing, and it made me mad. Yes. Yes. And then, now wait, the sour comes just at the very end, like at the the bottom of your throat. You get the sour. You don't... It... I, I am shook right now. This is nuts. This is a mocha... This is a mocha dipped blueberry. Like a mocha flavored chocolate dipped blueberry. That's exactly just, what this is. I can't. I can't believe this. This is it's, so good. You get blueberry. You get mocha. You get chocolate. And I think the vanilla rounds it all out with that smoothness. And you, it tastes sour. It's like a. I get it is the sour exactly at what the back of my throat. Get like a tuxedo chocolate coated espresso bean. Mix it with a blueberry, and throw it in a sour beer. And that is what you're drinking. This might be, I'm going to go ahead and say it now with confidence. I think this might be one of my favorite drinks we've had. Really? Yeah. Okay. This may just be because it's in the same wheelhouse. Do you remember the blueberry No, it was drink? Black, blackberry cider? No, it was the fathead oh, blueberry yeah, and honey. The bumble bumbleberry. Yeah, bumbleberry. Oh my gosh. That was very That good. was pretty good. This is right up there. This has to be top five. And you know what? It's actually springtime now. Mm-hmm. So this is good. This isn't, we're in the dead of winter trying to enjoy like a lemoncello. No, it, this is, we're here. The initial taste is in my top five. As I'm drinking it, I will say, I wonder if it's going to be odd to drink a whole pint of this. Yeah. Well, let's I'll find let out. you know. Let's find out. <laughs> Kelsey will be doing the history first. And I shall. I'll just sit back and drink and commentate. Yes, l- let me get one more drink in before I go. Great, but here's the thing with the sour. Oh, you probably just heard it. My throat is kind of <laughs> like I drank a lot of dairy. Just Oh my God. <laughs> I always think of that or like ate a lot of ketchup. Oh. I don't know why. I- Ew. Okay, here we go with another segue. When, I, when you say... Ate a lot of ketchup. I think of, of Big, Big Daddy. Daddy? <laughs> wow. I I know. And that's all we're going to say about that. If you know, you know. If you don't, oh, don't God. worry about it. <laughs> okay. So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and start us off. Start us off. Get Keep the ball rolling with the history. So we're going to start with a local, what do you call, publication. I'm glad okay. I, I came up with that a lot faster than usual. <laughs> a local publication, the local newspaper, the Tribune Star, which I'm like, it's a, it's a famous magazine, or magazine, famous newspaper. It's it's probably not. No. Once you're out of Terre Haute, probably no one gives a heck. Brazzle, the Brazzle Dazzle. <laughs> the Brazzle Dazzle. <laughs> so this piece was written back in 2017, so a little dated. But this basically just talks about the uh, Markle Mill Dam just 
in its in all of its glory, its existence, if you will. This doesn't have to do with the haunting things yet. This is just a general overview. Mm-hmm. So, and of course, they have to be all artsy with it. So, whether <laughs> captured by paintbrush, camera, pen, or pencil, the Markle Mill on Otter Creek has been one of the most frequently depicted sites in Vigo County. In recent months, the Vigo County Historical Museum has been the recipient of two paintings done by local individuals of what was Indiana's oldest mill. It goes on to say, in 1816, soon after Terre Haute was incorporated as a city, Major Abraham Markle built a mill and dam on Otter Creek. The mill became one of Terre Haute's first business ventures. Besides the mill, Markle's established establishment included a sawmill, a distillery, and a type of general store. With this combination, farmer's grain could be converted to flour, cornmeal, or whiskey, lumber (laughs) sold from the sawmill, and tea, coffee, cloth, etc. bought from the store. So he had like... Man, I mean... He really had it made. Paving the way. You know what? It was a simpler time. Could you imagine you set up shop and you're like, this town has literally nothing. I could sell... Anything. anything anything and make a profit and i think i co- it's covered in one of these other pieces i covered the the property itself is six acres okay so i feel like i it makes me wonder living in town and knowing where that is where all of that went now yeah because not well, a lot of it stay well who knows the train railroads it's probably all still there somewhere it's just one of those things that we see all the time so we don't really recognize so anyway After Abraham's death, his sons ran the business for some time. It was bought in 1915 by C.D. Hansel, who renamed it the Forest Park Mill. Hmm, interesting, because right down the street is the Forest Forest Park Park, Church. Yeah. Hmm. In September 1938, the mill burned to the ground. That explains one of them. (laughs) With only the stone foundation remaining. The property was later bought by... Oh, you want to go... I'll give you one guess who... What family bought it. Does it start with an H? It sure does. And rhyme with Ullman. Uh-huh. <laughs> the name Holman, I think, it's probably synonymous. rings a bell a lot further than Terre Haute, a lot further than Indiana. Like, the Holmans, I feel like, are everywhere. Really? So, they're definitely... They basically own half of Terre Haute. But anyway... They're so, not here anymore, though. I think no, they, they live, moved. Yeah, they don't live in town anymore. I think, and unrelated, that's my air kicking on. Uh, y'all are going to have to deal with it because I'm a little warm right now. It's actually a very, very nice day out. It was like Ugh, 83 at one point, but it, I'm not turning my air off for this one. <laughs> I'm happy now, but like three more days of this and I'm going to be cursing the sun. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> no, don't. I feel like this happens every time. We curse the winter until we get the summer and then we curse the summer until we get the winter and everything <laughs> sucks and then you die. <laughs> Yay! (laughs) Like I said. So anyway, to no one's surprise that lives in Terre Haute, the property was later bought by the Holman family and, in 1967, leased to Otter Creek Township for $1 per year for use as Mill Dam Park. The v- uh, <laughs> And what? that's in 1967. We don't have to do inflation here. That's probably like $10 a that's year. That's next to nothing. Well, that's still let's say like nothing. $20 a year, yeah. So, to Otter Creek Township for $1 per year for use as Mill Dam Park. The Vigo County Council now oversees the property. Today, this historic site is a shadow of its former appearance. Only a few remnants of the mill's stone foundation are still standing, and this summer's drought has reduced the flow of water over the dam. And that's in 2007. I'm telling you, I think that section was... Well, it was in 2010 when we were there, so I'm, I doubt the drought was still happening, but it, 
I do remember it being very low. Or mm-hmm. in our most recent visit, it was very high. Yeah. Not as high as we've time, seen it. Uh, I've seen it terrifying well, heights. we've seen no dam because flooding. Haha. Ha, so. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not a dam anymore. It's the entire fruit ridge it's a lake it's it's just turns into a lake it's terrifying oh uh, yeah yeah because my our great grandma lived down that way and her house flooded three times twice twice and yeah. the second time it took Wrecked the whole it. thing out so yeah ugh. small anecdote i the last time it flooded we were like what 16 15 16 yeah i definitely remember it and she it's her house and then the railroad runs right through her backyard and then otter creek is right on the other side and when the dam breaks it runs into the creek the creek overflows and it comes gushing over over the the train tracks tracks. and my dad was away on a business trip but his truck was still here he had like a work vehicle but the truck was it parked at grandma's house i don't know if you remember this i and as you're telling it mom and i got in brianna stick shift and went out there, and Dad's truck, if you remember, was also a stick shift. And I'm 15, 16. I don't know how to drive a stick shift. Mm-hmm. And we just brought a box of keys. And Mom's like, just start trying every key to get the, the truck unlocked. And I was trying them and trying them. And then the next thing I knew, I felt water hitting my ankles. And I was like, oh, no. And I looked behind me at the train track, and I was like, Mom. And she's like, keep keep trying. I was like, oh, my God. So I'm trying <laughs> keys. And then it's... Where was I? I have no idea. It was like almost mid-calf and I remember dropping a pair of keys and then I just started panicking and I'm like it's gone I don't know and I looked at mom and by the time it was almost to my knees she said get out of there and we left and we just sat and watched as his entire truck went underwater we sat up on Mr. Fuller's hill wow uh terrifying I was it was like a scary movie just feeling that water right and it's like rushing water so it's almost knocking me off my feet the otter creek if it gets if it picks up like it will knock you off your feet you can stand on the railroad tracks and watch little whirlpools happen in this little creek and -hmm. people have been sucked under you watch it happen yeah so that's terrifying i feel like it would have been frustrating because it's almost almost like a video game where it's like hurry get it before time runs out but you don't get a second chance okay everyone who's seen titanic oh gosh. the part yeah. where she's saying hurry jack and he's trying to unlock the gate and they're stuck and there's literally nowhere else for them to go and she keeps yelling hurry jack and then they end up going okay i didn't go underwater but that stress that happened irl to me just mm-hmm. just so you know which does everybody else hold their breath in like when you're Movies. watching a movie where people go underwater and you see if you can hold your breath as long as they did I think we all do. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's no secret I do. Right. Let's bring it back. Sorry. That was terrifying. I'm just, I'm having like flashbacks now. (laughs) War flashbacks. (laughs) Okay. A historic marker with a brief history of Old Mill Dam and a sign recognizing the quote, workers and quote, supporters of a 1983 restoration, restoration project stand at the entrance of the park. I don't know why I said that so skeptically because I thought I've read it as a different time frame and I was like, oh, workers which we'll get to oh yeah so the sign recognizes the donors and volunteers mainly from otter creek township who made extensive repairs to reinforce the dam to prevent further deterioration two stone benches invite visitors to sit and reflect and the oil painting shown with this historical treasure article was done by Jewel Smiley Thomas in the late 1920s or early 30s before fire destroyed the mill it was donated to the historical society by her daughter Ulta Eskin Terre Haute is a very German town. That sounds very German to me. Yeah. 
and it's displayed on the lower level of the museum. That's not true anymore. So that almost quite literally paints a picture of Old Mill Dam for you. It's a very, very open area. I mean, it was big enough to hold a mill and a general store and a sawmill. And I don't know yeah. if those are two different things, uh, but in the dam and all of these things. So it's a very pretty property, very well kept, I think. Yeah. For what it is. And for the location, I think. So, some of the people that live around that area, sorry. Not everyone, but it's kind of getting into... It's hidden, so it's easy target for, like, vandals and things like that. Right. No, unfortunately, we were actually commenting as we drove to it. That area of town is has seen much, much better days. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like I can say this because we lived in this part of town for years, actually. We lived on the north side, in really close to Mill Dam, probably three minutes from Mill Dam for how long? Yeah, again, it when it flooded, our grandma's house went six yeah. plus feet underwater, so yeah. we're right there. Uh, it's taken a turn, for the worse. Yeah. It's very, let's just, we'll keep this as short as possible and say it's very politically divided down there. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> yeah, politically and definitely, I think, uh, class Classist, level is racially. very... Yeah. Which, uh, those all kind of go hand in hand, if you ask me. Yeah, well... <laughs> Anymore. We're not well, gonna... certain supporter. Anyway, onward and upward, we shall digress. we? <laughs> so now, this is going to cover the park as a whole kind of how it is today so mill markle mill park as we know it and here actually this says that the park as a whole maybe i'm thinking of the markle what was the markle oh uh, what do you call that land oh yeah property well, yeah property was six acres this here is saying that the park itself is eight acres so a little bit bigger okay it says Markle Mill Park is situated on Mill Dam Road on Otter Creek in Nor- northern Vigo County. The eight-acre parcel of land was quitclaim deeded to Vigo County on July 27, 1999 by Holman and Company. In 1816, C- Colonel Abraham Markle constructed a dam over Otter Creek and built a grist sawmill. So- Why can I not? Sawmill! <laughs> Guys, I'm struggling. <laughs> well, because I'm trying to breeze through this because I know we've already covered it. At one time, a distillery sat on the site. Did it mention that? I've already... Yes. Okay. (laughs) Everything's a blur. The drink's kicking in. My face is warm. Thank God for this air. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, is your drink empty? No. Oh, you lifted that so daintily. I was like, it must be empty. It's getting there. Yikes. The site is a registered historic landmark. It was the desire of the Holman-George family to have the Vigo County Parks and Recreation Department serve as a caretaker of this historic property for the benefit of the community. Much has been written and is available on the history of the site. Is that so? Because I tried. Anyway, according to history enthusiasts, the mill was the longest operating grist mill east of the Mississippi River. At one point in time, it was part of the Underground Railroad. That's a big ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Keep that in the back of your mind. The park attracts the general public due to the waterfall over the dam. A gazebo, picnic tables, and a grill are available to visitors. The aesthetic qualities of the park draw on fishermen, lunch hour clientele, history enthusiasts, neighbors, and individuals seeking a quiet place. Quiet is questionable, if you ask me. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. One, because, I mean, it's on... It's not even really a busy street. It's really not a busy street. It's, again... 
I don't I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. There's a lot of trucks. Yes, I was going like to say there's a certain demographic trucks. of people that own a certain demographic of vehicles or bikes and they mm. are very loud. They're either very large loud trucks, very loud motorcycles Old. or very uh run down yeah. vehicles that have no more mufflers <laughs> yeah. because we it just if you know you know. <laughs> And then here it's got, it, I mean, that's it. At the very end, it has a little video about 11 seconds long. Or maybe that's an ad. Who knows? This, this <laughs> website is weird, but it does have photos underneath it as well. That's why I feel like that's a video. Really pretty photos of the dam and why pictures that I feel like, maybe it's just the angle at which they were taken, but I'm like, I feel like I haven't seen it that way before. So interesting. I mean, there, there's that, Megan. You can see. With, oh yeah of course the social media bar across of it course, that i can't get yes. to go away oh that's not there <laughs> oh there isn't a facebook logo in the middle of the dam no. no so it's all of this is just very like pretty and aesthetics and how it got here and what it was and i like i said i kind of wish i had more time to do digging i guarantee there is more information out there mm-hmm. but that's just the overarching idea of the park and the Markle house, except I, I will say I did find we, the Markle house at one point, not too long ago was for sale. Yes, it was. And gosh, darn it. If I didn't find pictures of the it, the pictures of the inside, I'm going to have yep. to show Megan or Megan, you've already seen them. Yes, I have. This is such a pretty oh, house. Cause when I was house hunting, I came across it. I was like, hello. And hear me out. Hear me out. This thing it says the Frederick Markle House is one of the oldest in Vigo County. Love the old mill on the property. The Frederick Markle House was built in 1848. It is located on 5.8 acres in Terre Haute, Indiana. The home features original millwork, doors, fireplaces, floors, and mantles. There are several outbuildings, old mill, creek, and beautiful old growth trees, four bedrooms, two bathrooms, 6,195 square feet, only $175,000. Yeah. Terre Haute's cost of living, here's the thing, is not the best. You could do much better as far as... Well, it's not bad. I mean, don't get us wrong. Like, I, feel, I feel like Terre Haute's a very interesting demographic of people. I feel like it's almost a tiny little blip of like the USA as a whole. All I'm saying is, for t- that's, that is a large house with a lot of acreage. Keep in mind, it's six acres. So yeah. four bedrooms, two bathrooms, over 6,000 square feet on six acres for mm-hmm. $175,000. And this house is beautiful. It's an old plantation house, which like... Ugh, That's ugh. almost three of my house, right? That is quite literally... My house isn't even 900 square feet, if you must know. Mine's like 17. Yeah, so it's a lot of my houses. Seven of my houses could fit <laughs> in that building. So that's... Seven of my houses. Oh my gosh. And the thing is, it's only four bedroom, two bath. My God, there's 2,000 square feet homes with four bedroom, two bath. Yeah. So where it's got to be like entertainment or... Oh, absolutely. Check it out sometime. Look it up. It's a very pretty house. Super pretty house. And you can even find it on Wikipedia. It just goes into a little... It's a Greek revival... Sorry. So I guess it's not a plantation. It's a Greek revival style painted brick dwelling with Italianette style influences. One story front porch with Doric order columns. The mill burned in 1938. We know that the remains consist of stone. Blah, blah, blah. Also the property are... Also on the property are the contributing outhouse and carriage house. There's, okay. Outdoor I pooper. wonder is the carriage <laughs> house included in the square footage. I wonder. Yeah, probably. 
Now, you'll notice in all of the things that I read, I didn't touch on the haunted history of Markle Mill Dam. The reason is, it is darn near impossible. It's so funny. It's You look it up, and it's basically, it's the oldest running gristmill this side of the Mississippi. It's all of the things I already mentioned. Underground it burned railroad. down, underground railroad, all of that. And then that they're like, oh, and it's haunted. And that's it. Right. So it's a little annoying. The end. No. <laughs> and so, again, with grasping at straws, I think that's the theme of this episode so far, is of all of the places that I found a little snippet of something haunted, I found it on Pinterest. I love <laughs> Pinterest. So it has a little picture of Mill Dam, and you click on it, and it says the whole, the grist mill east of the Mississippi, blah, blah, blah. It's rumored to, this is rumored to have been part of the Underground Rail- Railroad. The Tribune, was it the Tribune Star? I think it was. They did, yeah. Said pretty plainly that it was part of the Underground Railroad. I don't know why that's so hard to say. So, yeah, that makes me think then Markle House wouldn't have been a plantation if they were moving slaves through, you know, if they were used as a safe house. Yeah, which would be cool. Good on you, Markles. Right. If that's the case. So, just the stuff we already know, and then it ends with the ghost girl who has been seen here. Like, I like, there's no lead up to it. It just says, the Underground Railroad, all the remains of the original 1816 structure are the dam and parts of the foundation. Oh, by the way, the ghost girl who's been seen here is believed to have been someone who passed away while using the now-closed underground tunnels. So. The end. The, the (laughs) end. Thin. (laughs) Yeah, a little annoyed by that. But I think this is more of a word of mouth thing. We always try to find all of this history and information on the places that we go. But really, in good old ghost story telling fashion, a lot of it is just passed down by word of mouth. Yeah. And but also that's how things change and become relevant for the time. Mm -hmm. But this, in particular, I feel like might not change a whole lot because the Underground Railroad is what it was. That's not going to change. You can't say. They use their iPhones, like, or something like that. You can't really deviate too far from the main storyline here, which is, this was a part of the Underground Railroad, and I feel like you can still see, like, remnants of tunnels, what would have been tunnels, Mm -hmm. to the Markle House, and it's very, very plausible that people died here, or on their way here, or on their way out. Yeah. Indiana, it sucks because Indiana is, like, the Sweden of... Or Terre Haute's like the Sweden... Well, Indiana's the Sweden of the United States, where it's like, <laughs> we're not going to make you slaves, but also move along. Like, we, we don't want to we, we be, be a part of this. We don't want to keep you, but we also don't want you to stay. We don't want to keep you, and we also don't want to keep you. You hear me out? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so we're just like, we'll go ahead and let you pass through. Like, don't ask, don't tell. We didn't see anybody. What are you talking about? Like, mm-hmm. Indiana we don't doesn't like, like confrontation. confrontation. <laughs> in good midwestern fashion we're just gonna stay completely out of it if i didn't see you it didn't happen what right so i don't know nothing i don't i didn't see nothing yeah (laughs) so that i think is where the haunted history comes from it really all the stories i've heard have focused around the underground railroad and people possibly perishing there but i mean time goes on and Mm -hmm. now we have people recent deaths people still die it's weird how that happens right and by modern day causes aka car accidents i don't know getting too drunk dumb things happen 
Mm-hmm. Megan actually might have a little tidbit on that for us because out in Mill Dam right now there are two memorial sites for two people, obviously, yes. and that have died within the last decade. Yes. So obviously more modern deaths, those spirits could be there as well. And those are just two that are memorialized out there. Who knows what goes on? Unfortunately, Mill Dam now, as pretty as it is, is also kind of a hub for, you know, drug deals. This is not a secret. Well, and... And just doing drugs in general. In my findings, they can't call a public park private property. So the dam, the the creek is open for swimming. They can't say no swimming because of this, like, weird gray area. So that, you can go swimming there. I would not. You would go... People do. Uh, people are so dumb. God, you go over that waterfall. It's a little waterfall, but that can do a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Yeah. Okay. I think I've just hit on something. So, I'm done. <laughs> that was a lot of hooey. I don't know. Sorry, it was a no, little lackluster. No, good history. I'm, Terre Haute is full of all these weird hidden gems. It just, is. This the, side of the Mississippi. The oldest this. The first this. You the know? Crossroads of America. Federal Ra- Coffee Company. <laughs> what in the world? We are, we are the Crossroads of America. Will Ferrell did a failed commercial here you can find it from milwaukee's best best. yeah Mm -hmm. you can find it on youtube it did not make it but he we i remember we were at isu uh at the time indiana state university campus is right there and we were in class and there was a rumor going around campus that will ferrell was like standing in the middle of 7th street doing a commercial and And i was like like, that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard (laughs) and i remember going from one class to another and hearing just like all these kids buzzing about it and then found out later sure enough will ferrell was in Terre Haute filming like beer commercial on top of our car garage or i I think it was the sycamore building the old sycamore building oh yeah i thought he won the parking garage he he went all over just that like downtown sycamore building which is the tallest building in Terre Haute, indiana which is pretty sad it's like 12 stories Mm, yeah well (laughs) uh, yeah anyway (laughs) i think that covers the history that does cover the history will ferrell said he will never come back to Terre Haute. by the way so you know what don't blame him. Really don't. He probably said we smell like a turd. And we do. <laughs> I don't understand why Terre Haute smells so bad. I'm so sorry, everyone. I know why. The, it's the mill. It's the, the paper mill. Remnants of the paper mill. It's off, not. Off it, the Wabash River, which also smells like booties. So. <laughs> 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 All right. Yes, I'm done. I will stop. I'm thirsty. Okay. Yeah. Because I've been just chug-a-lugging over here. Oh, and God, I need why? to. All right. <laughs> I need to chill out for a second. Maybe I'll have some of my PT. Oh, yeah, your butterfly PT. That did not come out. <laughs> butterfly PT. <laughs> it is very good. Try it sometime. Okay. So, we have heard about Mildam for a long time, about it being haunted and things like that. And we actually went a, probably over a decade ago. Oh, easily over a decade ago. I don't even know how old we are. 14, 15. Probably, when we went. Yeah. It's been a minute. So the first time, and this is just real quick, because I'll tell you right now, the first time we tried to go to Mill Dam, 14 years ago, we get there. We don't get like 10 feet from the car, and it was me, Kelsey, John, and our friend Heather. Mm-hmm. And Heather starts laughing. And we said, is there something you'd like to share with the class? <laughs> and because it's the middle of the night and we don't want to hear you just cackling. Yeah. <laughs> and she said, well, 
I thought I saw someone sitting over on that bench because Kelsey talked about how they have the benches where people can go and sit and watch the the water. waterfall, I guess. The still water. Yeah. And she said she thought so. She saw somebody sitting on that bench. And we said, oh, like over there and shined our flashlight. And there's a guy sitting on the bench. And actually, before you see it, you just see a little orange glow. Light. It's yeah. the tip of a cigarette. Mm-hmm. And he's just sitting staring. Guy is like, it's midnight at least if not later sitting on the bench smoking a cigarette we shined our flashlight on went oh like it scared us weren't expecting it had we actually gone there from uh saint mary's no i think that was our we were gonna do that and then said "Uh uh-uh and left and like let's do saint mary's instead okay but it was the same night is what i meant yes it's the same night we did saint mary of the woods which is one of uh that is our very first episode Mm -hmm. actually the faceless nun Go back, check that one out. You can hear how super duper awkward we are and how literally nothing's changed. So. Yeah, I still haven't gone back and listened to our first episode. Megan said it's awkward and now I don't want uh, to. I sat through it and <laughs> here we are. <laughs> Thanks for sticking it out with us, guys. So, so glad you're still here. Anyway, we see this guy and we're like, oh, man, we weren't expecting that. And then we definitely weren't expecting him to stand up and say, what are you guys doing? And we're like, Mm-mm, nothing, none of your business, go away. Yep. And he starts walking up to us and he's like, come over here. And you come over here. Yes. Like, <laughs> like old, that Hey Arnold episode. Yeah. We, <laughs> we ended up taking off running to the car because oh, this dude's just like, hey, come here. Y'all want to talk for a second? And we're like, no, we're, not really. We are minors. We are little ladies, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> not John. <but> not John. <laughs> anyway, we end up leaving. We were there for all of 30 seconds and left. So not much of an experience at that time. But you know what? I'm glad we saved it for a later date when we had more equipment to take with us. Mm-hmm. So we head to Mill Dam in the year of our Lord 2021 to do our investigation. Sure do. And we have in tow our voice recorder for Mm -hmm. evps electric voice phenomena and camcorders and the emf and the emf reader totally forgot i'm so sorry that's a electromagnetic field reader we're not going to get into what those are we've talked about them check them out if you're listening and you're this deep in you know you know we'll cover them we'll cover them from time to time this is not that time no (laughs) so we head out there, and this time it is me and Kelsey, and we have Maddie with us. And each of them have a camcorder. We've got voice recorder. We have the EMF. We kind of, it didn't even cross my mind to use GhostTube, honestly. I was actually just thinking we didn't use GhostTube. I was also going to apologize that me and Maddie are, like, attached to the hip. It's <laughs> whatever. It's fine. <laughs> it's She's whatever. Cool. I'm she's sure good. she thinks the same about me. I'm always here. So. She does. When you come over, she's like, do you want me to leave so you guys can hang out? I'm like, oh, my God. So we get out there. We've got the Kelsey. Someone starts their camcorder right away. First, we do just a, a general like sweep of the area. It's not super big, the area we're at, because no. I will tell you right now. Just not to, like, break your heart. I'll go ahead and get out of the way. We didn't go into the Markle house. We told you it was for sale. Somebody did buy the house. And there are people living in it. And actually, they were doing yard work when yeah, we were across were the street. they cutting the grass. So. so, and it was, like, a whole team of people, if that lets you know how big the yard is. So, we did not get to touch the Markle house. But we focused on the dam. And we get out there. And we get the EMF out right away. Mm-hmm. And we're walking... 
after we do a sweep of the area just to see what's going on, there was like a kid there when we first got there and he ended up he leaving. He peaced out real quick. Yeah, he wasn't there very long. And then we checked everything out. It's just us there, so now it's time to get spooky. We rip, whip out the EMF reader and we start walking toward the the water. Mm-hmm. And as we get to this one, as we get closer, I'll go ahead and say there there's memorials that we saw immediately pulling in and we're like, oh man, look yeah. at that. That's weird. There's two different areas with crosses and flowers and different trinkets and things like that. Mm-hmm. So not being disrespectful at all to them, but we're like, holy cow, I didn't even realize these were out here. No, I didn't. Because they were not out there when we went at the time. When we get past one of the memorials towards the water, it turns in almost like, I don't know what they were trying to do. It's sandy, so I guess a beach. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That is a loose term. I was not prepared for that texture of topography. (laughs) This particular day, it was a very nice day. It was in the 70s all day for the most part. Beautiful. It's getting later in the evening. It's starting to cool down a little bit. Not a ton. But as we get closer to the water, I mean, you would think, logically, the air would probably get colder off the water. Because even though it was 70 degrees that day, it's been 30 degrees for the last however many weeks. Right. And no matter the temperature, there's always cold water, cold water, cold air coming off of moving water. It just is what it is. Yeah. It's science. Read a book. So imagine our surprise when we get close to the water and hit a warm spot. Like an uncomfortably warm spot. And now with ghosts, as probably most of you know, there are notoriously cold spots. When there's a spirit present, you'll feel the cold They kind of suck the energy out of the air and they make it cold. So imagine our surprise when it gets uncomfortably warm for a brief moment. Mm -hmm. So it makes you wonder, is the whole area a hot spot for... I shouldn't say a hot spot. Is a it a, spot. a cold spot for ghosts or did for some reason they do a reverse thing on us and make it warm? That seems weird. But what happened was the EMF starts spiking. We said, hi, hello, it's us. <laughs> and we tried figuring out again, we, we've talked about it in past episodes. We don't initially jump to a ghost. We want to figure out, is it a ghost? Or because we have so much technology on us, is something triggering the EMF? Mm-hmm. So we've got our Apple watches, our cell phones, the camcorders, and the voice recorder. And we tried putting all of them near this EMF and couldn't get it to replicate. We couldn't get it to stay a consistent pattern. Right. And we did record this on the camcorder. I don't know if it... This will be content that makes it onto Patreon yeah, we or have onto to figure our out social how to media. Splice that and see if it's even worth it because this is the first time we've gotten to use these camcorders since we got them. Yes. And we tried replicating it, couldn't get it to do it exactly the same. It was very erratic. So after a, a few moments, it ended up going away. The, the light, it kept spiking up to about midway into the orange area so from green to red we're sitting at orange and eventually it stopped and we took a step back because all of us recognize that it got very warm Mm -hmm. we ended up stepping back into the cool air and then walked back towards that area again and the temperature stayed the same it did not raise like it did so that was weird a little bit weird and the emf stopped spiking when we got back in what was once the warm spot 
Yes. It wasn't quite at the memorial site. It was a little off to one of the memorials, off to the side. So we head under towards the train trussle. There is a train that runs across the dam. And we go under there. And we try to be very careful because there's trash. People are obviously there a lot. There's tags. There's trash. Things like that. Great place for swapping devil's lettuce. (laughs) (laughs) Which, in fact, happened while we were there. Yeah, we're pretty sure it happened while we were there. But, you know, to each their own. I was literally going to say that. (laughs) As we're recording, this is when we really pull out the camcorder and the Mm -hmm. EVP and start going to town. And after doing a little bit of research on the voice recorder and on the camcorder, when we were under the train trestle, we kept hearing knocking. And it wasn't rhythmic. It wasn't. It wasn't consistent. It didn't happen constantly. It hadn't, it hasn't rained in a few days. So it's not like I understand things are settling, but this is a train track that has been here forever, and you just keep hearing these random knocks on the metal. Mm-hmm. The only thing I could possibly think of was the drastic change in temperature recently, but then again, it has been this temperature for a few days now, and I thought yeah. maybe the metal was settling into how metal expands and shrinks with the temperature changes. Right. I think metal does. Certain metals do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's the only solution I could come up with, but again, it wasn't... It didn't sound like a trussle shifting. It sounded like someone going just like at random intervals of time. Yeah, and then like eight minutes later, you'd get another knock or something like that. And we tried interacting. So there's a part where we've recorded. You can hear me telling, I say I'm going to knock on the metal. And I ask, you know, if somebody's with us, can you knock back? We don't hear anything at the time. We, no. We're all listening. We're recording on several devices. We don't pick up anything. We're being really quiet. Like, I think Maddie's already basically, I told you that, I am a twin in the Like, she never <laughs> talks. <laughs> yeah. She, she just coughs sometimes. <laughs> she'll be mad that I said that, but she doesn't listen very frequently, so she'll never know I said that. Oh, my but, God. So all of us are very, we say something and then just, and listen. Yeah. And taking everything going on around us, and we heard nothing. Yeah, we gave them plenty of time. We walked around. We would come back and ask more questions. We wait. Didn't hear anything with our own ears while sitting there. Now, later, going back and checking our voice recorder, we believe we may have found a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Not only do I have my regular day-to-day stuff now, I don't mind it. I really enjoy it. I have the pleasure of, since I edit and mix this, sitting and listening to the EVP after we've done it mm-hmm. and finding if I hear anything, and much to our hopeful delight, you may be, you, we may have you guys help us decipher. I yes. Think we, I think we found something. Yes. A handful of things. So initially when we, I was knocking on the glass, or the glass, the metal, <laughs> and asking someone to talk to us, we didn't hear anything with our own ears, but we believe we've picked up a an intelligent response almost like trying to get our attention right and it's it almost sounds crazy saying this out loud like at this point i'm like you guys have believed everything we said up to up until this point and now we're going to tell you this and you're gonna be like "Mm, i don't believe you (laughs) but like hear me out when i say we are very 
average people. We are not Zach Bagans. We are not whatever. We don't make things up. Believe us when we say, like, I genuinely feel like we have gotten on voice recorder an intelligent response. Yes. We went through this recording with a fine-tooth comb. Trust us. <laughs> yeah. Listening over and over and trying to determine, is it just someone out of breath? or is <laughs> Which it, is a very plausible thing. It's me. I'm someone, usually. <laughs> so, <laughs> this, we... What we have, what we have left over after all is said and done, we can't explain what some of these noises are. And one of the first two things that we got off the recorder that are darn near clear as day, Mm -hmm. and it's after I'm asking, you know, is somebody here? Do you like us or whatever? And we don't hear anything. So we say, oh, okay, I guess not. We start to walk away. You hear someone in the recorder say, hey, Mm -hmm. and we're like. I mean, we don't know this we is happening, yeah. so we just keep going. We're like, oh, I guess no one wants to talk to us. Like, and then and we really say something to that effect. Yes, like, I, oh, said, I guess oh, there's nothing here. No one's here. And then as we're saying this, a second time you hear someone go, hey. Yeah, like, it was like a long drone, like, hey. Yes, I'm, I'm doing it with a lot more uh, power, I guess, in the voice. It's very breathy. It's very, it's none of us. None of us did it. It's We have tried to kind of debunk it and what it could be. Because trust me, there's a whole list of things. I'd yes. say we debunked at least 15 things that I was like, is this is this a sound? Is this a sound? No. Well, and the good thing is, along with the voice recording, we had the camcorder. So we were actually putting them side by side and watching the video footage to see what could have possibly made that noise at that time. And these two instances, when we hear someone say, hey, twice everyone's standing still we I, I don't know I don't know what to tell you guys I I'm excited and I want you to believe yeah. me <laughs> see <laughs> so. I was excited because I got to listen to the EVP first I made all my marks where I thought the sounds were I had Megan and Maddie in here both with headphones on and I played that first one and both of you went like you were like <laughs> I heard that it's like clear I, as day. I and I didn't have to, I hadn't enhanced it at that point I hadn't Mm-hmm. I told them the general area of where it was played it and you both perked up at the same time you're like I heard that yeah so we don't know this in real time and we just go about our business and ignore them and they're obviously ticked and they're like hey yeah they're like trying to get nope. our attention no nope, don't hear you peach so <laughs> we, we actually get a couple more intelligent responses mm-hmm. that we know of now we're trying very hard to listen to them and figure out what it could be saying. But there is another point. I think right when we're getting, we're getting to the point we're going to leave the area by the train and head over to the memorials, the the two different crosses. And I'm asking them, are you afraid of us? Do you like us? Do you like me? And when I, there's a point again in the EVP, we did not hear this with our own ears, but Mm -hmm. you hear me ask, do you like me? This is one we can't decide what it's saying, <laughs> but I believe Almost regardless, we have another intelligent response. It It's kind of hard to understand. We're on the fence of whether it says yes or yikes. <laughs> when I said, do you like me? And now I just have like, this they complex. Heard yes. They heard yes. And I was like, I don't want to be this person, but I really think it just said yikes. <laughs> And now I have a complex because of a ghost spirit. <laughs> and 
Go, were you going to say something? Oh, no, no. That, I just think it's funny. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, honestly, my feelings were a little bit hurt when know, you, you said were, that. You were really excited about it until I said, I think it said yikes, and you went, oh. <laughs> kind of hurt, kind of hurt there a little bit. Well, whatever. Now we're leaving, we're leaving the uh, trestle at this point, the train tracks, and we're going to head over to the memorial areas as we're walking we're still talking and i'm trying i'm holding the voice recorder at this point i'm trying to narrate where everyone is because i knew this was going to be Mm -hmm. some if we were to catch anything we would have to determine later okay where was kelsey where was maddie if i'm the one holding it obviously any noise i'm making we have to be careful of if i kind of make a sigh or something like that so those two, if they were far enough away, I would say, okay, Kelsey's stand, still standing under the trestle. Maddie is over by the water. I'm standing by the memorial. Well, and actually, even with my camcorder, I know anytime I'd like crack a stick under my foot, I would be like, oh, I just kicked that. That was my foot, my neck, my mm-hmm. back, all that. <laughs> <laughs> I, you do. You almost have to narrate, especially because I did not have a camcorder. You do. You two do. Mm-hmm. I did not. So it sounds silly, but I say, okay, I'm walking through sand now. I'm walking up against the water. Because oh, Megan has no visual cues. Yes. So I'm really doing it for our benefit later when we have to go back and listen. Thank you. <laughs> now, I cannot remember at this point if I am alone or you two are with me. I think you're alone. Okay. And I think I also made the comment that I said Kelsey and Maddie are over here. I was walking toward the light like a moth. (laughs) (laughs) Maddie was by the other memorial. And I can't remember what I said to invoke this, but while I'm talking, you can hear someone talking over me. And these two are far enough away that I should not be picking them up. Because it sounds like a whisper. And if we were whispering from tens of yards away there's no way yes so as i'm speaking i don't know what i'm saying exactly i be- we believe we've found someone talking over me or talking along with me whatever i'm talking about you can hear a voice in the voice recorder say it's either saying it's cold or it's too cold and this is about the time I'm walking through that hot spot again. Mm-hmm. Right where, well, where we felt the hot spot before. I'm walking through there and you hear somebody say, it's, it's too cold. It's kind of drug out almost like. They're shaking. Or, yeah. Yeah. It, it's like, it's too cold. Yes. Like it's very. Broken up. Yeah. So I, I just, that's not a stick breaking. That's not no. <laughs> me brushing the voice recorder against my clothes. See, because the there hey, were... Hey, yes, yikes, those are all one syllable. Could, like, if we dug hard enough, there's a way to possibly debunk those. Maybe. But a phrase? A full, it's too cold. Intelligible phrase. Yes. I'm baffled like as I'm telling this out as I'm saying it out loud to you guys it's just like I'm having a hard time digesting it myself which now would you like to explain the relevance of that and whose memorial you were at because remember I made a comment of you said people can swim in the dam yeah yeah so the two memorials I'm not going to give exact names just for the 
family's sake. Yes, for the family, respect of the family. There's two different crosses out there. One is Polly, and the other one is Tyler. Polly is the most recent. I believe he passed away in 2017. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you now, Polly did not die there. I don't really know why they chose to put his memorial there because he was a man who was shot and killed a block behind my old apartment while I was living in that apartment. (sighs) And he had the pregnant girlfriend and he ended up dying. It was a whole mess. I guess that's just where they chose to put his memorial. Because really, where he was killed was near downtown Terre Haute. Yeah. So it's kind of strange they chose all the way out there. I don't know why, Maybe but... he liked it out there. Maybe he was an avid fisher. Yeah, so they, they've chose to put a memorial out there. Now, Tyler, on the other hand, very sad story coming at you. Coming in hot. So buckle up, kids. Okay. I found... I haven't heard this yet. I just... I'm suddenly making connections... Yeah. And we'll see. So I found the article on Tribune Star. Again, it's another article here. So Tyler passed away in 2010, June of 2010. I believe the 15th is what was on his memorial marker out there. The title of this article says, Recovery Efforts for Man Lost in Otter Creek. So Uh I will kind of graze through this. The body of a Terre Haute man remained trapped in the churning waters of Otter Creek at Markle Mill Dam hours after the man tried to swim into the rain-swollen waters early Tuesday. It's terror. Okay. <sighs> Here we go. Recovery efforts continued Tuesday evening after his body was seen in the water around 5 p.m., but an uh, incoming storm hampered that recovery attempt. Oh, my God. Tyler, who was 21 at the time, was swept over the dam after entering the water just a few yards south of the dam at 6.30 a.m. So, 12 hours later, they're doing a recovery. I I don't Mm -hmm. like that. (laughs) The creek was filled to the bank level with fast-flowing water fed by recent heavy rain. A conservative conservation officer with the Indiana Department of Natural Resources said several witnesses saw Tyler swept away soon after he entered the water from the western bank. He was spotted below the dam, caught in the churning waters, but later disappeared under the water and did not resurface. That's terrifying. Mm -hmm. Of all the, like, I feel like I've already talked about one of my biggest fears of dying as being beaten to death by a group of people while i'm unarmed with their bare fists like i don't know why very like (laughs) not very specific and pretty improbable this is probable and terrifying drowning is a very probable way of death Mm -hmm. and i don't like it not even a little bit Mm -hmm. they said no foul play was suspected but alcohol consumption appears to be a factor in the incident at 6 30 in the morning that's what i'm saying that's they had drank all through the night and yeah yeah they said that another recovery effort might be attempted before nightfall. At this point, they know they're... It, it's a recovery. It's not a rescue. It's a recovery at this I guess, point, of I course. guess that's true. Because I was going to say, the terrifying thing is, did he was he alive that time trying to stay afloat? But it doesn't sound well, like it. Well, he went under around 6.30 in the morning. At 5 p.m., they were trying to recover, but a storm rolled in again. And they couldn't continue until Wednesday morning, so 24 hours later. 
After arriving at the scene, rescue personnel conducted a search of the creek banks downstream of the dam, but he was not located. Shortly after 9 a.m., rescue operation had turned into a recovery effort, and it could be several days before his body surfaced so they could re uh, retrieve him from the churning waters because they said that the way... They even said, we don't anticipate finding him today. However, by late Tuesday afternoon, they had returned to the scene to look for him. That's, and I, th I don't, I was going to get into detail, but I don't know. The body would take on water and bloat. And I feel like that's how. Not even that, because the rains were so strong and the dam was running so rapidly. They said that churning water a... could keep you under there for hours. Mm-hmm. Like, he could just be sitting, that's so terrible. No, he could yeah. be stuck under there, just trapped by the dam's push of Current. water. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Okay. <laughs> they, uh, a rope system was planned for the body. Trees and brush growing along the banks were trimmed back, and the rope system was rigged across the creek above the boiling churning along the dam. The rig was to capture the body when it would rise to the surface because they wouldn't know when. So they just set up like pretty much a big fishing net. So when he did come up. That's, this is terrible. This is really bad. At, I mean, and the picture that they used in the article is his, um, it's his dad and his granddad sitting at the dam. That's, oh my God. And he just knowing he's under there and they just, they physically cannot get to him. So they just kind of have to wait for the waters to that recede. would make me physically sick. That makes me unreasonably sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it says that the tremendous force of the water traps objects in a hydraulic churn of the water. They said two large logs bobbed like corks in the water mm -hmm. for a while. Like they yeah. couldn't even get those to stop, you know? Yeah, a body can be held underwater for several days before surfacing, and recent rainfall had swollen the creek, making it even more powerful. Yeah. And it goes on and on. So, absolutely horrific. I I read that. I, I was on the phone with you earlier when I mm -hmm. pulled it up, and I said, well, now you can't read this because it's like one of us has to i'm still shook reading it now i don't like it <laughs> no so he was our age he was born the same year we were born and he died the year we graduated well no that doesn't make sense so he was a little older older than yes, us. i think that's he was born right. 87 there was someone else who it, i think it was the other guy yeah it so i guess we could stay on that for a while but it's very sad and we should move on to the point which is still sad but also eerie and interesting mm -hmm. we're standing next to the dam next to this guy's memorial yes in june maybe i don't know if it was intelligent residual intelligent is response in the real time residual is it's stuck in a loop mm -hmm. but standing next to this guy's memorial next to the water in april and that water is probably freezing cold still. It just recently got warm, but the water is not going to get warm for a while. Even in June in Terre Haute, Indiana, I don't think that water would be warm, especially rushing the way that it is. Yeah. To get the response on the EVP, it's, it's so too cold. It's too cold. Mm -hmm. Is unsettling. Yes, and it's not the it's not the last thing we've got. No, we had several knocking 
sounds in the mm-hmm. EVP that we couldn't really explain. Not a hundred percent what it was. It's not the same knocking that we heard on under the train trestle. It's something else. I'm. We don't know what it is. No, it's when we went up above the trains, above the trestle. Yes, on the tracks. There's just this again, not rhythmic. There's no rhyme or reason to it, but just every so often this knock. Mm-hmm. And I think it's when I was standing near his memorial maybe we also hear what sounds like humming mm-hmm. the, this is a little disputed between us the goal here is we have dissected this very long evp down to what seven couple of seconds s- yeah in total yeah yeah well no i'd say there's like 20 seconds there's like seven different snippets or Instances, whatever i think yeah so our goal here is to post this as Sorry to be a tease. Patreon content. Yes, you could have. We're telling you everything we heard, but for those of you that are donors on Patreon, you will find these clips. We'll tell you. I Megan actually usually uploads these things, so I'm not 100% sure how it works, but we'll put in the description mm-hmm. what we believe is being said. You can choose whether to read it or not. Decide for yourself. Yes. But... These are the ones that were convincing enough to us mm-hmm. that we wrote it down. Yes. And one of the the last things we captured after visiting the, the memorials that were set up, again, I'll say while we were there, we were kind of, dis- I don't know if disappointed is the right word, but we weren't hearing anything with our own ears. So we're thinking, okay, nothing's happening. The EMF calmed down. Yeah. The um, EMF had picked up a lot throughout the evening, though, like pretty again couldn't debunk it things at the start it did and then it didn't do anything for a while we're not getting anything that we can hear and then as we're getting to the end it's it's nightfall now again we typically tend to go to these places at pretty late hours of the night because of this location we did not want to be there at that time of night because we would probably get stopped by police pretty quickly yeah just because of the reason people hang out there that late at night so it's getting dark we're walking closer to near the dam and now that i'm away from the memorials i'm i've still got the evp and i'm talking to if anyone is was part of the underground railroad if they're still there if they wanted to talk to us and I think we we did get a response on it when I was asking. Again, I was saying, you know, you don't have to be afraid of us. We just want to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, was this the house across the street? Was that a safe house? Did you feel safe here? And I don't remember, again, the question that I was asked. I think you said, you know, you're safe here. Yeah, it was something I was letting them know they're safe or asking them, do you, are you do you feel safe with us i think so yeah and the the last evp we believe we have again is another intelligent intelligent. almost immediate response there was almost no Mm -hmm. and that's the thing is so it wouldn't be megan like taking a breath or anything like that Mm -hmm. we weren't actually near megan when she asked this i don't believe no no and i am standing close to the falls so it's there's a lot of background noise so again take this as you will but we believe after i ask do you feel safe we hear somebody say yeah yeah it's well it's a yes it's a draw because it It sounds yes it sounds like i don't want to say a frail woman but it sounds like a woman's voice and just almost skeptical skeptical and like 
exasperated, just like a yes, but yeah. like higher pitched than that. Which I guess, yeah, that would make sense that they don't know whether to trust us or not. Yeah. We're we you know, white white women traipsing <laughs> around in the dark like do you trust us you know yeah so but it was although there's a lot of background noise it stood out yes and the other thing i got was on the emf reader which i was standing by myself which means it did not get recorded which sucks it's not on camera but what you see I'm walking up and down kind of near the dam and I'm getting spikes on the EMF and there is a lamppost. I walked all the way up to the lamppost. I ran the EMF meter down it to see if anything would pop up. I couldn't get a response from that, but I kept, I would pass this one section where it would spike up to yellow. And that's when I'm asking the question saying, are you still here? And it spiked to yellow. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, uh, are you do you feel safe and then it spiked and you can hear in the evp this probably won't be included but uh in in the bonus content but you we had to call it quits it sucks because it's right when it started picking up again the emf did and a cop drove by a second time and we said okay we're obviously getting like watched yeah we're being watched at this point so we had to wrap it up and you can hear me yell at kelsey and maddie across the way and they came up and i told them I explained the whole narrative. I said it was spiking to yellow when I was asking questions like, ah, I know we have to leave, but I really don't want to leave. We had to leave. We yeah. we left. It was it was not worth dealing with the police. It wasn't even terribly late, but we just, you know, it's dark out and we're hanging out with camcorders and stuff. We look yeah. sketchy. <laughs> so we had to wrap it up. But that that's it. I mean, that's I it. That's, that that's, wraps up. Yeah. And it's crazy because at the time we're like, oh, yeah, I guess we heard some knocking here and the EMF spiked there, but we'll just have we'll just have to listen to the voice recorder and see if we got anything. We kind of felt meh about it. Yeah. Um, Like it was the EMF was promising and the knocking and all of that. But yeah, we're like, we'll just have to listen and watch the recordings. And yeah. uh, What the F? (laughs) So that's our that's the story of Mill Dam. That's our investigation at Mill Dam. And the Markle House, kind of. A little yeah, bit of Markle House. a little House. bit. So, that was a lot. It's Sorry. kind of a heavy one. Like I f- I f- Maybe it's just this drink's hitting different. I'm I didn't very mean warm. To tra- I don't know about you, but I am warm. I am. I felt like I dragged the mood down, but God, when I read that story, that's just... Terrible. That's that terrifying. Is. Please, please be smart about these things. Don't. Right. We enjoy a drink with our episode... But, like, just please, if you're going to be out with friends and partying... Maybe don't jump in a dam that's, you know, less than 100 yards away from a waterfall. And it just rained and... Be smart, have a DD, or just somebody there to watch you guys. I'm too old to be staying out until 6.30 a.m. Are you kidding me? Right. What in the world? Anyway. Let's rate it. That's it. That's the story. (laughs) So now, we are going to rate Markle Mill Dam. On a number of things. The first one being... Historical accuracy. Historical accuracy. I feel like I know what I'm going to say. Yeah. All I, right. Yeah. All right. Three, two, one, Five. one. Five. Why are you going with a one? Oh, because there's no haunted anything. Yeah. Well, history speaking, yeah, it's there. And honestly, it really only like... 
<laughs> on Underground Railroad. It like it's like yeah, we did that too. That's... First, <laughs> the way I'm viewing it is historical accuracy regarding the haunted location. Well, I still want to go high. Maybe not a five. I think I'd still at least go a three. You're going to have to explain your reasoning. (laughs) You don't have to have hundred-year-old ghost walking around. What happened to Tyler is devastating, and I am not being disrespectful in any way to the family, but how he died out there was tragic and unexpected, and the odds of something still lingering out there after the fact because... I mean, if it happened that quickly, does he know? So we got an intelligent response of, it's too cold. and That doesn't sound like someone who knows what's going on. No. No idea. uh, The Underground Railroad, they, I mean, I feel like that's always been a known thing, but I guess there's not a lot talked about it that they use as Underground Railroad. It would make sense if people were hurt or died on their way in and out of this place. I guess I was just really focusing on the haunted history. I suppose what well, we yeah, experience guess... based on the history, and yes, history as recent as 2017, I'll bring it up to it too. I, I just, I guess I'm just, for some reason, stuck in my ways here, and I'm just going to stick, I want to stick low, because I felt, maybe it's because I was bitter, because I feel like I should have found a lot more than I did, and, and I did not. there may be more out there. I'm sure there is. If we go digging through archives and actual books... I don't, and... I don't read books. <laughs> so it's disputed, but yeah, it's pretty two, disputed. three, two, three, whatever. Sure. I say three, you say two, whatever. Let's just say three, Lord. Let's, if let's you want cave. to, I'm not trying to. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. So next, we're going to rate it on scare level. Well. Uh, okay. Mm, all right. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Three. Two, one, two. two? Hey. Okay, okay. <laughs> I thought I was going too high on the two. Uh, you know, I was worried because I wanted, I didn't want to say one again and sound very pessimistic about this place. I don't feel scared more than maybe I do somber. Yeah. Or intrigued. It's not, it's, what's the word I'm looking for? Mm. Not anxiety. I'm just used to saying anxiety. <laughs> it's uh, adrenaline a little bit. Uh huh. But not even much. I guess here I'm accounting adrenaline for spookiness. Yeah. Really, it didn't feel spooky at all to me. I don't know why I went with it, too. It, it is an adrenaline thing because... The adrenaline of the, the fear cops. of being caught. Yes. Yeah. I don't want to get pulled over by cops and have to explain. Kind of like Highland Lawn Cemetery when... Yeah. I can't remember what we rated that as far as scare level goes, but honestly, we said the scariest part was someone coming just around the freaking river bend trying to catch <laughs> us. Like Yeah. It's not, it's not a really scary place. It's really the cops and knowing that it is a hub for drug deals and drug use. And mm-hmm. we ran into Creep McGee <laughs> a decade ago. Yeah. So I think that's where my two is coming from. Otherwise, one. No. Maybe, yeah, maybe even a one. Yeah. Huh. Oh, well. Okay. So next, though, is believability, believability. which is the different yeah and I, I think I, <laughs> I i okay i am I just gonna go with my gut here, yeah, okay, three, two, one, four. five e, I, I wanted to say f- I was on teetering between five and four. I wanted to go four, 
I feel like the skeptic could sit down and explain away our EVPs, which good luck. We, I mean, we yeah, were you, go for it, please, because again, we don't want to believe every fart in the wind is a ghost. Like we're not, we're and not we those... haven't. You know, we haven't, guys. Like go back. Come and on, <laughs> grow up. Honestly, grow up. <laughs> grow up. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're not complete <sighs> skeptics, but we we don't believe everything we see in here debunk it if you can but or the emf or like there's just the random knocking we had technology around there's telephone poles and light poles and all those things but i just i don't know we tried to recreate a lot of what happened and a lot of it could not be recreated yes we didn't see something, hear something, and immediately say it's supernatural. We try in the moment to debunk ourselves. We don't just take it as it comes to us. You know, we we want to figure out, is that really it, or did we do something? And we found instances where it was us, yeah. where something was interfering, and we're like, okay, well, never mind. Like, Whoops, that was easy. spooky for a second. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess, I'm going to stick maybe, with my four. May, but. Okay, maybe a four. Okay. Apparently, I'm just easily swayed today. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, then let's see. Our last thing will be overall the overall rating. Uh, okay. I feel yeah. Okay, three, two, one, Four. three. Well, we man, couldn't we, even. This pull is it not a end. good one for scores. My goodness. Because for me, it's middle of the road, given everything taken into account. So it's like not very scary historical i guess then again i'm thinking of my historical accuracy Mm -hmm. i still think it's we found a website that rated mill dam really high on like a believability or a scare is that the one that was the high like you know i 80 percent of people i revisited it it's weird i think one site was like 80 percent of people are like yep definitely had something here and i checked a different one and it's like 57 percent i was like hello uh, now, now I'm wondering if they differentiated the Markle House from Mildam. I that was my B for maybe. not checking. But I still think it's a historical place. It's got a lot of background. Oh, I say a lot of background. There, there's a history behind it. And if you're into like old houses and just that kind of old timey feel, sure, check it out. It's, it's fun. Very pretty. It's a little <laughs> park. I think there's like a playground there, maybe. A tiny playground, teeny yeah. tiny playground. If you want to go swimming in the lake, for God's sake, stay a safe distance from the mill. Oh, don't Jesus. do it or, uh, from the dam and don't do it after a hard rain. Please. Be safe, be smart, but hang out, whatever. I don't know. I, I think it was, it's I always, it's, it's in our own backyard. Least. It's, and it's always been a part of the haunted history. I've, it's always come up in our research of haunted things. So I say go for it. That's all she wrote. That's Angela the... Lansbury. Again? Yeah. It's been a while since I dug up Angela. <laughs> oh, wait. Is she done? We've done. We oh, keep no. doing this. Oh, my gosh. Look. She's alive in my heart, and that's all that matters. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure I've said that verbatim at least once. <laughs> Well, what we're going to do now that it's over, that it's done, we're going to see you guys off. Yes. With 
couple of credits. So thank you for coming back and listening to our drunk ramblings. Um, hope we're definitely not as drunk as last episode. Thank the Lord. But, but more hot than last time. Why is it so warm? <laughs> Why I don't know. am I sweating? No, I, I'm not. I, I took take your take a earphone off and you'll feel it. Okay, mine are just, I have big headphones on. <laughs> okay, mine are kind of dainty. Anyway, thank you for coming back and listening to us again this week. If you like what you hear and you want to support us, and if you want to get access to these EVPs that we'll be posting, you can donate to our Patreon at Patreon dot com slash or so they say pod. Good My job. God. Shoo, I don't know what happened in the middle there. Um <laughs> uh, or you can do one-time donations at if our you're, PayPal. If you're not into that commitment thing. If you don't like commitment, it's whatever. We get it. Mm-hmm. You can do one-time <laughs> one-time donations at our PayPal, which we have linked on our website. You could check us out on all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at or so they say pod. And of course, merch, which we yes. did upload new designs onto Redbubble. Which we've had a couple of people ask. I'm going to take a second to explain Redbubble. The formatting is a little strange, I understand. When you go into Redbubble, honestly, don't even look at what the design is on. Just look at the design. If you like it, click on that design and then you can choose from just a laundry list of things. It'll say also available on. It'll say like 55 other products or something. We've got shirts and bags and coasters and socks and stickers and posters. Pins. Things like that. So when you But it only shows you like six things. It is V confusing. Yes. When you get there you're going to go to our website at it's redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod and you're going to see our homepage with our list of designs and it's going to show it as an example on certain items ignore the item look at the design like it love it buy it (laughs) you click on it and then you choose what you want to slap that design on so hopefully that wasn't uh, some people were confused I get it. We checked out the interface. I mean, we like Redbubble and what they've provided for us. Like, mm-hmm. we're very appreciative to have found this website, but it, it is a little confusing. So, yes. Hopefully, that clears things up for you guys. And I believe that's everything. We do listener episodes. I, I lied. I like how I said that was all. And then I kept talking. It's, a, it's a Midwest <laughs> goodbye. We are. We're doing it. So, last week was our, it List- was our listener episode. Yes. <laughs> And we do that the first Thursday of every month. And what we do is we have you guys send us your spooky stories, places you've been, things you've experienced, and we read them on our show. So if you want to be featured, you can send your own supernatural stories to our email, which is or so they say pod at gmail.com. Or if you're feeling crazy and you like to talk as much as we love to talk, you can message us and we can maybe see about doing like a, a little zoom thing zoom thing and if we know you personally enough come see me and my cats (laughs) (laughs) if you've listened to previous listener episodes you know we've had people here we've had guest uh, speakers on the show so it's definitely not out of the question Mm -hmm. that's our email or so they say pod gmail.com that that is it that i swear i promise i'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) no it's fine it's a it's a midwest goodbye it's a real thing everyone now you have to walk us out to our car and we've got to stand by the car for five minutes and then you have to be like oh i've got leftovers inside for you hold on a second (laughs) (laughs) okay well come back next week and we'll do it all again (laughs) 
Yes, please. Please come back. Okay. <laughs> Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Cody Mason. Visit us at our website, or so they say pod.com, where you can donate to our Patreon or PayPal. Check out our merch at redbubble.com and find links to all our social media. Episodes can be found on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcast. If you like what you hear, don't forget to leave us a glowing review. Thanks for listening, and see you next week.